Welcome to Don't Get Me Mad, a podcast about my journey through life, focusing on the skills and my personal development, especially since starting anger management. So as time goes on, I'll be enlightening you on my journey through anger management, being very open and candid about my struggles. If there's anything that I can say that will help anyone out there, then that is the reason that I started this um, podcast and it will bring joy to my heart. So just a little disclaimer before I get started, I am not qualified in any way when it comes to psychotherapy or counselling or CBT. I'm just purely sharing amazing things that I've learned, not just for people listening, but I've also found that this is a way for me to self-reflect after anger management and a bit of an outlet as well. Um, Some people have journals or diaries or may draw or paint um, and this is what I found that works for me. In certain episodes as well, I have some people with me, some friends, some family, and we'll be having a discussion um, just about my personal development, skills, growth, etc. So this episode, I'm titling it, We Are All Unique in Our Own Way, and I'll go into that a little bit more later. So firstly, I want to start each podcast with a meaningful quote. Um, some quotes may link to what um, the main part of the podcast later whilst others are random. Um, And I love quotes. I find it's a very good way for me to reflect on how I view things and sort of if I'm having a a down day or feeling a bit negative, it it can help me turn my mindset around. So this is something that I want to bring to the podcast. So it's going to be the quote of the week. It's from someone called Charles R. Swindoll. I have no idea who that is. I do apologise. And the quote is, Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. So I'll just say that again. Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. So just thinking about that, I'm just thinking about what this means for me. And basically everyone goes through rubbish in life. Through little things, stubbing your toe, car not working, getting into an accident, um, traffic, um you know, spill something on your shirt or your trousers to bigger things in life, heartbreak, going through anxiety, depression, grief, abuse, some sort of injustice, um, the list goes on. But it's how we deal with it that is more that is most um important. <clears throat> um one of the main reasons that I'm in anger management is because the way I deal with things is only through showing sh- anger and frustration not just externally but also internally so towards myself and that hasn't gotten me anywhere at all in life and hasn't helped me some people may use drink or drugs or maybe overeat or not eat at all or the other types of behavioral things that they might do which doesn't actually help the issue or the problem in hand so what i find with this quote is just emphasizing the importance of how you react in certain situations um in my situation, I should always think first um, and walk away if necessary And um, because one bad reaction or one action can make something that might be quite small at that point in time into a massive mountain. So that quote, I did like, I do like it. Um, you know, different things happen to us in life. That's only 10%, but it's just how we, we deal with it, how I because you can only control yourself how I react to it. That's the 90%. So that is my quote of the week.
so yeah so what i'd like to do now is just go on to the main discussion of today so like i mentioned before um yeah just before um before the title is we are all unique in our own way So as I mentioned, the title is We Are All Unique in Our Own Way. And the reason I sort of want to discuss this is um, when I began anger management, this was something that I used to do even before um, I felt like I needed it. This is something um, I used to compare my problems with others. um, And I felt that my problems weren't as important as others. Um, I've di- I didn't understand why, um, why I felt the way I felt. I felt that my problems weren't as you know important. You know, I was relatively healthy, had a good job, good family. So every time I would feel this feeling of feeling low, and you know, anxious or depressed, my I would always question myself as to what this issue is that I have. Um, always putting down that you know my problems aren't that big um thus comparing myself to other people and um as time went on it sort of the co- the comparison that i would always um have with others sort of grew and um i don't know if anyone has ever had or is going through this at the moment where they compare themselves to other people but it is something that i struggle with um on a daily basis <laughs> So this is just, um, I wanted to make this the second episode because this was sort of um, the beginning and where I thought that, you know, there is actually an issue here. So um, starting from the beginning, um, before I walked into anger management, um, I had sort of an assumption of what it was going to be like and I sort of had already made up my mind. I didn't really feel that I needed to be in anger management and like I mentioned a little bit earlier I didn't feel that my problems were that significant in you know the grand scheme of things and I think because I look at things in the bigger picture that's just how I am as a person I just you know used to just minimize my problems and just diminish it and and not feel like it's that big a deal I would also as well take on everyone's problem, never dealing with my problems in hand, but dealing with everyone's problem and always being the fixer and the listener. And um, it was sort of about last year, it sort of got too much for me. I felt like I'm always trying to fix everyone's problems and I was sort of starting to break down, so to speak. Um, And that's how my anxiety began. So um, I did go to the GP and I mentioned that I was feeling anxiety, um, anxious, low moods, etc. And then got the referral. Then um, went to see someone about the anxiety. Went through um, a questionnaire asking some questions about the anxiety. And then they said, I, I feel like um, you'd benefit from the anger and frustration course instead couple of months later I went in there and the whole course um when I sat in there I was literally blown away I realized that I was diminishing my problems and that was where um that was the first hurdle for me that is something that I had to get over because I had to realize that because something was making me upset 
or you know there's something that in my past that I haven't dealt with um there's no reason why I should put it down because it has obviously had an effect on me it's making me anxious maybe depressed it's affecting my present life and I haven't dealt with it so I just want to say that if you are going through anything and you are feeling a certain way no matter how big or small you feel your problems are number one you should never compare yourself to anyone um no matter what because we are all unique in our own ways um everyone in my anger management class will probably have all been probably have had very similar experiences but we are all we have all dealt with it in different ways and obviously without the group i wouldn't know that someone had the same experience as me and for them it's a big thing and for me i'm thinking you know what's happened in my life isn't a big deal so i think it's very very important to never diminish um how you feel never put it down never compare yourself to other people um also what's important as well i feel is because i was um i'm a good listener i was taking on other people's problems and not dealing with my problems at hand and then other people's problems because i was trying to help them fix it became a burden to me and I was sort of burning out and I think it's also very important that we take time to um, put ourselves first no matter what you do and people that will always call you for things want to talk want to vent um, but you should always put yourself and your well-being first because um, because there's only going to be one of you and you know you don't want to leave it till the last minute until you're seriously ill or until something else happens to that takes you you know that makes you seriously ill basically so at the first sort of her um first hurdle you should always try to if you realize that there's an issue here there's a recurring behavior there's a feeling that i'm feeling all the time it's not going away i definitely feel like you have to um recognize that and you know um and take it from there one of the things i've always done from a very young age is being quite creative not in terms of arts or anything but just in writing i used to write stories scripts poems um so i found that journals was a good way my outlet um so when i started counseling a couple of years ago i used that as my outlet and now, as I mentioned at the beginning of the at the introduction, that I am now using this podcast as an outlet. That it's a way for me to just release my feelings and share how I feel. So, yeah, we are all unique in our own way. Never forget that. We may all go through, through similar things in life, as I've learned during my anger management group um, and the people that I have in that course. But we all deal with things differently. So never ever put yourself down or diminish how you feel about a situation. Because if something's hurting you, then obviously it's just that's just the way it's affected you. And you need to face that issue head on. So um, that was one of the biggest hurdles that I went through with anger management. The course leader told me um, she goes through what's happened in her life Um which builds that trust between us and her and it then causes you to open up just naturally if someone's so open with you and when she actually said when someone that's been through everything that she's been through and she actually said that no one's problem is more or less important 
I was like, okay, I knew that that was number one. One of the first things that I had to do is, is get over that thought that what I'm feeling and how I'm feeling isn't important and that I need to deal with this because it has affected me and it's something that I need to tackle. So I knew that I had to own that and because I still had that baggage and the unresolved things that I was carrying as well. So, um, so yeah, never forget that. Never forget that we all go through different things, all the similar things, but we need to put ourselves first, not compare ourselves to others and not diminish the way we feel or put it down to, you know, something else. Um, maybe utilising a journal, a trusted friend. Never think your problems are small. Um, if it is something that bothers you, if it is something that affects your mental health, um, it affects your well-being, it's affecting relationships with your close family and friends, then it is an issue. Um, and it is something that you would need to look at. Um, with myself, um, the anxiety I felt at the beginning was affecting my work was expect was affecting my relationship with my colleagues was affecting relationship with um, some of my family members like my sister um you know it was affecting just how i felt internally and it wasn't decreasing it was growing as time went on so i recognized that you know what I, maybe i can't do this by myself and that's the kind of person that i was always um i was like that i felt like you know i can handle things on my own and then I came to re- realisation that I do need to utilise certain things um, that we have within the country. So going, going, taking that step, calling the GP and, and going to him and telling him that, oh, I found counselling sort of helpful in the past. Is that something I can look at? That's how I've then managed to get onto this um, course that I am now on at the moment. So it's important to talk to someone, whether that's a GP, a trusted friend, um religious leader priest pastor someone that you you know trust and respect or manager work colleague anyone that you can talk to um about how you're feeling that's the first step really um i mean the i start i basically started counseling um what year was it it was 2016 i think it was and um it was my manager that picked up that i wasn't being myself and then i started opening up from then so if i didn't open up um and have that conversation with her and you know and she as well followed it through she was like have you have you called the number yet have you have you spoken to have you you know because at that time i could get like counseling with work and they would pay for extra etc because it was affecting my work and um, it was something that I needed to sort out. So she followed that through with me. And that was basically the beginning of sort of the journey that I'm at. And um, with counselling, it does sort of, um, like, because I only had, like, six sessions. And you can only, like, talk about one thing that's um, that's affecting you at that time. So we spoke about that one thing, kind of got it sorted. And then, like, the other things that I had to talk about, it's just, like quick glance through so it sort of opened a wound and then I realized that that wound was still open it's something I still need to fix and hence me being in anger management 
so yeah it's important that you talk to someone very 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 important and also remembering like it's a journey so um one of um my qualities not very good qualities i'm very impatient so with the whole counseling thing i had session one and i was like oh i'm not fixed yet session two oh i'm still not fixed yet what's going on session three i'm like oh i'm feeling a bit fixed but not really so after six sessions it's like okay counseling was good and i was able to use some techniques and, and the breathing techniques and stuff that she gave me there um and then when the anxiety came back it was just like oh this why is there something wrong with me and it was that bit of oh it's a journey and that was you know two years ago 2016 that I started that the whole process so um you know it it is a journey um so just to recap in 2016 I started I did counseling um I think it was around July time or something yeah July time I had six sessions so that's what six weeks um yeah five six weeks or so and then that was over and then it wasn't um until July this year that I started anger management so the journey hasn't been consecutively over two years but when I first started this whole journey beginning with the counseling and my mental health was in about July 2016 um and I was in a really bad way back then but um we'll go into um can discuss that in another episode i think but yeah so it's a journey most importantly i started anger management july this year and we are currently in december so it was eight it's an eight week course i didn't feel like everything because i missed a couple of court and sessions i didn't feel like everything was sort of sorted out in the first course now i'm on a second course if for whatever reason i think the course finishes in two three weeks i feel like i need to do it again i still have some bits to carry on then I'll carry on but um yeah it's a journey and that was the one thing that I had to tell myself it's not gonna it's not something that happens overnight but every Friday I saw you know I changed like some days were more dramatic than others other days I was like why am I even here because of that impatience in me but it's a journey and I'm still on mine and what's most important is starting the journey and and seeing it to the end now i was really close to saying trying but what we learned yesterday well what i learned yesterday is when you put try in a sentence you're tricking your mind to not doing it so it's important that you will finish what you start um that's now i'm going to be i'm very careful about how i word things how I say things because like you say just using that word try you've sort of already put like a roadblock in your path to success because you're like oh if I if I didn't do it I tried didn't I so it's kind of like setting you up to fail so that's with everyone so you don't never think your problems are too small in summary if it's affecting your mental health and you feel it's an issue speak to someone about it anyone that you can trust and thirdly don't forget it's a journey it takes time um you will probably you will cry you will be probably be asked questions or discuss things that you've never thought about your thought process will change or it will start changing but it is very um liberating 
and it is amazing um, to see that personal growth. Um, emotions is not something that we're taught in school at all. So how am I supposed to understand why I'm angry? <laughs> so it's, it is amazing when you see yourself grow um, and it is brilliant. So I'm going to wrap that up for today. I will be back next week to let you know how my sessions go and I'll have another subject to discuss. Um, but I just want to say thank you to whoever's listening. Um, and yeah, get ready to end the show. So just to end the podcast, I just would like to share um, one thing I learned in anger management again. So what stuck in my mind when I started um, anger management is the course leader said that you can't be angry and laugh at the same time. And it's actual fact. If you try it, if you try and actually be fuming or raging or irritated and and try and then you laugh, you can't then go back. You can't do both at the same time. Like it's it's impossible. So what I want to do, along with the quote of the week, which I do at the beginning, I would like to do like a cheesy joke of the week just to laugh. Because when you're laughing, who's got time to be, you know, mad? What you're mad for? We ain't got time for that. So here is my joke of the week, if you're ready for it. It's a little bit cheesy. So relationships are a lot like algebra. Have you ever looked at your ex and wondered why? That was relationships are a lot like algebra. Have you ever looked at your ex and wondered why? So that's my cheesy joke. I don't know if that will make you laugh, but hopefully they get better as the weeks go on. So thank you guys for listening this week. Um, To everyone listening, I'm proud of you. I feel good about life. You can too.